0: Hey guys, welcome to the Virtus Performance Podcast. This is episode number 24. I sat down with my good friend Simon Cooper, who is head and chief operator of marketing at, here at Virtus Performance. He's one of our performance coaches. Uh, he's someone who I met at uni all those years ago and after a couple of years away from us spending uh or moving over to the uk with his wonderful wonderful girlfriend uh he managed to find his way back to the peninsula uh, and we've been able to reconnect and uh we took him in <laughs> took him in and looked after him and and gave him a job and he's uh he's paying it back twofold so this was a really enjoyable chat for me and i hope you guys get a lot out of it too uh, before we get stuck into it if you are enjoying the podcast if you are uh, listening to it i would love for you guys to share it to your friends uh would be really appreciative if you could if you could rate and review it uh, so we can start working our way from the bottom up to the top of those itunes charts uh and start getting a few more people listening to and uh finding different ways of improvement like we are so thank you very much for tuning in my personal and business goal is to be just a little bit better every day i believe everyone especially normal people have a story to tell the Vertus podcast exists to help us all find small ways of consistent improvement by discussing the journey and experiences of each of our guests Cooper, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, mate. First poignant question, poignant question of the day: Do flies
1: have homes? Mate, it's a it's an interesting question. Um, Which well, should be you brought it up. before. I know, I know. It was just a thought that struck me this morning. <laughs> um, do flies have sentiment? Do they have sense of belonging to to their family or home? Do they? Surely not. I don't know. I don't know. Other other animals do like bees. They have the hive as a home. They have a mm-hmm. sense of family with moving towards one goal, mm-hmm. or towards one outcome. But we don't know if flies. So did you think about
0: it and research it, or did you just think about, no, it? No, I just about just it? Just ph- the philosophical I was question. Go for a walk
1: down the beach and just flies were over me. I was like, man, go home. But
0: that's pretty cool. I was listening to one of uh, one of Tim Ferriss's podcasts where he was talking to someone and they were kind of unpacking Leonardo da Vinci. Mm. And his one of his things was he'd just write notes about the things that he was was thinking about and the things that he was questioning, yeah. and there were things along the lines of you know what does a woodpecker's tongue look like when it's banging its head against the uh, awesome. the tree all day and little things like that and I think it's yeah. it's an interesting rabbit hole to go down with all those very strange yeah. I think, uh, thoughts, but not
1: many people have them. No, and yeah. I think uh, questioning just. Questioning things.
0: Regardless Nothing. of how significant
1: or insignificant yeah, exactly they right.
0: seem, it's important. Mm. Good. Yeah, I like it. Let's get stuck in. Cool. What gets you out of bed mm. in the morning? Gets me out of bed. Um, changes daily, I suppose. Yeah. Uh,
1: some mornings it's coffee. <laughs> You're not the first uh, and you won't be the last person I to do that no, answer. That was the default answer, I think. What um, <clears throat> gets me out of bed? I guess every day I... Uh, and moving towards either being better uh, in my own personal development my own sense of self Mm -hmm. or by or to create change um, to foster positive change in the people around me to make the world just a little bit better um, to make it a better place
0: in what ways do you foster positive change in the world around you
1: Definitely through my role here at Virtus Performance. Um, First plug of the day, good. First plug of the day, get it out there. (laughs) Um, So I'm a performance coach here at Virtus. Um, I love seeing change in people. So I love seeing people move forward toward their own goals and ambitions. Um, And if I can just be a little part of that and to help them get there and see that sense of pride that they have in achieving their goals, then uh that's a win for me. Excellent. That's really cool. That's probably why I hired you. Yeah, I think I hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think um that this is a unique place in that a lot of the people who are attracted to to this cool place that you've developed is is exactly that. Is creating positive change in people's lives. That's pretty that's pretty much it, that sums
0: us up and that's yeah. a it's a collective collective I guess vision. <laughs> the team is just to help create that positive change through all of our different avenues because yeah. I think it's really important to identify that training is just one of them, nutrition's one of them, you know, physiotherapy, Pilates, all these other things are different ones yeah. and your role at Virtus isn't just coaching, is it?
1: No, so I'm uh, taking a bit of responsibility for some marketing and I guess a little bit of business development as well with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it is I've come into the business only recently so it's been a um, it's been interesting seeing how the business has taken off in the last two years and then coming in um, 18 months down the track and taking it to that next taking it through that next step mm, um, definitely and building it from what it is to into something even greater what do you find the, the main challenges are coming in
0: to a business that's already up and running and kind of operational but being able to identify all those different issues and room for improvement.
1: Yes, I mean coming in and um, finding and identifying my role within the within the business yeah. has been important, and it's something I'm probably still uh, still looking at identifying. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the, the business is still young, so. It's constantly evolving and everyone's roles are constantly evolving. Mm. So uh, that's always going to be a bit of a work in progress, um, but also building relationships with with people. So not just the coaches and the allied health professionals that make up the staff, but also the members that come through the doors every day. Yeah. Well, that's
0: imperative um, to I yeah, think exactly. success as a I mean, that's our why, business, in our business. That's why we're doing what we're
1: doing. Yeah, because we, um, we want to make the world a better place, right? Exactly right. <laughs> um, yeah, building relationships. I think that's what separates us from not just other competitors in the inter- competitors within the industry, but within other businesses. Businesses in general. Yeah. Um, building relationships and adding value to
0: people's lives. Oh, that's good. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about, I guess, growing up and where did it all start for you? So I'm a
1: uh, Mornington Peninsula boy. I, well, that's, actually, that's a lie. I was born in the Welles's um, first the, in the Dandenongs. <laughs> uh, that's where my, my parents were living when I was born. Yeah, uh, cool. moved down to Mornington when I was about two. Um, do you know? And, do you know why your parents made that move? Uh, no, I don't. It was just when my little sister was born. Uh, my sister Tess. Um, we'll so there was five of us at the time with my my twin sister Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, moved down to Mornington and then to Mount Eliza, Um where my where my mother was born. Tim. Awesome. And we've been there ever since. So I went to school in Mount Eliza, um and then onto secondary school in Mornington, Padua College. And so grew up in the area. I guess.
0: Awesome. awesome. What was it like growing up on the peninsula? Because I like I grew up, carrying down so a little bit mm. a little bit away and didn't really kind of. In hand, oh, didn't really jump into the potential lifestyle till a little bit later on which is why we've kind of set up our base here because it's an incredible place but what was it like growing yeah. up here um i
1: think you definitely take it for granted i know i did um it was a fantastic place to to grow up I mean, so close to the beach which i love yeah everyone knows everyone which is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> definitely. Um, I know a lot of people probably said that about the peninsula. Yeah. But, I mean, it is an amazing place. Um, especially moving away and coming back has definitely given me a bit of perspective about how lucky we are to live in such a beautiful place. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I made some great friends down here and still still see them regularly. Still one of my best mates in the world is a friend that I made from primary school. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It is, a, it is a cool place. Did you um
0: did you have an idea when you were growing up down here and going through primary school and then high
1: school as to what you wanted to be when you grew up? Um, I always had that interest and love for sport. Uh, I played soccer for uh, maybe 11, 12 years. Yeah. Um, until I was about 16 when series of injuries put me on the sidelines that old uh, chestnut <laughs> yeah but then I had a year off to focus on school I played a year of AFL uh, for Mornington and again got sidelined with injury and after that I got into the gym so I guess throughout my whole school I was school life I was interested in physical education activity and always moving yeah um, and that kind of translated when I went to uni and studied my um, bachelor's in exercise science. Why did you, Why did you choose exercise
0: science? And that's I guess where I met you and how we kind yeah. of developed our relationship. But
1: why, why did you pick exercise and sports science? It was, it was just that love for love for exercise. Yeah, I guess it was selfish reasons a little bit. Um, I wanted to. Well, I'd, I'd hope that uh,
0: course choosing would be for selfish reasons because if you're doing it for someone else, it's probably yeah exactly. the wrong I mean, way to go about it.
1: You want to grow up and do something that you love. Um, mm. And I, I love sport, and I loved learning more about how um you're, you can develop yourself into a high-performing athlete, um, and increase your health. Just for not just for athletes, but general population um, yeah. to to build your health and live optimally.
0: Yeah, it's really, really important. What was the? What was your main takeaways? Obviously spending three years at ACU doing your exercise science what was your main takeaways in terms of how you lived your life um, did anything change or was professionally it, or in, just in general did you take on things on board in terms of your health and fitness
1: and injury rehab and stuff like that or was it more of a yeah I mean, uh, definitely in terms of in terms of my own health and performance I learned how to properly develop um Athletic capabilities and do how to move properly, and that's when I started spending a lot more time in the gym. I started doing a little bit of coaching and that sort of thing. Um, I guess professionally, uh, I developed the skill to study and to learn. Yeah, which I think is an
0: important skill when when you yeah, like. Absolutely. I was definitely never the best student. I like I was lucky enough. Uh, that I was fairly, somewhat fairly intelligent yeah. in, a lot, in a lot of ways but I was Did never I that sick <laughs> yeah that's uh, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> that's definitely up for discussion no, I'm, no, I'm no. more than happy for people to take pot shots <laughs> at that statement but um, that ability to actually just sit down and, and knock over an assignment regardless of whether you thought that was important or not I think it's an important <laughs> skill to kind of start yeah. to harness that little bit of work ethic or,
1: exactly. or that, whatever it is I was just about to say work ethic um, is probably the number one thing that I took away from uni mm. Um, I mean the course content and everything that was, was great but it's actually the process of process of learning yeah. of um, building that work ethic into something that can translate to work down
0: the line I always like we have a lot of I guess clients that see what we do and see how much we love the or how much we love the things that we do every day and, and interns that come in as kind of PTs and they kind of say well should I go to uni and I think my answer is almost always yes depending on the person because some people just aren't cut out for uni yeah but my answer is almost always yes because it teaches you how to one unpack ideas that other people have had mm-hmm. and it teaches you not to take everything said um, as gospel and it takes and it teaches you the ability to go well, you know what I disagree with that because of this reason and this reason yeah. and this reason and you can actually question the way people people think and i think
1: definitely.
0: too many <clears throat> too many people grow up and necessarily don't go to uni and they'll read something online and they'll they'll, they'll automatically think that it's written by an expert yeah. <laughs> whereas really, as we know it's certainly yeah. not the case especially in this industry yeah yeah um, yeah i think we're definitely in that industry where people can manipulate data and write up write up things and show a certain perspective that isn't necessarily the right one. Yeah. Um, which, yeah that's, yeah, that's for me, that's what uni teaches.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, um, like what you said about questioning things, mm. um, it's like what we came back to before, just at the fly, <laughs> questioning, questioning everyday things, yeah. questioning people's opinions. And asking um, them why. Exactly. Start with why. Uh, why do we, why do we do this? Why um, do people behave a certain way or, why do people think a certain way? Um, and if we get to the root of why, then we can start to
0: give you a framework to build and grow and improve exactly. from, it, I think. Yeah. After uni, what happened?
1: You, uh, you made a few <sighs> yeah. big life changes. So after university, I uh, took a bit of time off and did some travel for a couple of months. Um, Where to? Went to the United States of America. Awesome. Which was a great experience. Um, I did uh, most of it by myself, which was uh, a fantastic experience. Daunting. Yeah. Um, and I learned a lot about myself on that trip. Travel, I always say, travel gives you perspective. And I'll always stick by that. Um, gives you a perspective on, on life, what you want, on your relationships. Yeah. And... Coming back from that trip, I was definitely in a better place. Um, I knew who I wanted to spend my time around, and it did make me question about where my career was going to go. So, I, I ended up getting back and working for a company called Iron Edge, uh, which is a high performance strength. They fitted out kind our of gym back they in the did, day, indeed, a couple of years so, ago. That was um, so I was there for just under a year. Yeah, um, in a sales role, which which is great because I was still in the fitness industry, which I loved, um, but from a different perspective. I wasn't training people or coaching anyone. I was selling equipment, um, and from that, I sort of stayed in a, sal- in a sales position um, up until recently. Uh, after Iron Edge, I moved to the UK with my As you do. partner, As you do. Just a casual love To the lovely self. Yes, with the beautiful Sally-Ann. Um, I went over with her and her family and we were there for just over two years, um, living what? and working and travelling. Why did you make that decision to, to pick everything up and go with them? Uh, initially it was with Sally-Ann's family. Mm. Her parents had just retired yep. and decided to be closer to family. Uh, that's where Sally Ann was born, so she yep. still had relatives there. Um, and Sally Ann was going to go, so for me, it wasn't really a um, wasn't really an option to stay. Yeah, cool. I wanted cool. to, and I, it was a good time for me as well. I mean, I'd been working full time for a year, was ready to do a bit of travel again and um, explore new new opportunities. What was,
0: what was it like? I guess that first first week over there when you like kind of picked everything up and moved over, what was your mindset like? Was it more, was it a can't wait to attack this new challenge or was it kind of like, holy shit, this is, this is different. A bit of
1: both. Yeah. Um, the first, first week or so, um, I guess we were still easing into life over there. Yeah. Um, and we didn't really expect the amount of, Work and effort we'd have to go into to set up a life for ourselves over there. It's all the little stuff that you don't think about, like bank accounts, driver's licenses, yep. health insurance, all that sort of stuff, um, which takes a lot of time to set up. So, and not, well, I had been over there before, Sally Ann had grown up a little for a few years there, but I guess just exploring the yeah, local Yeah, and, yeah, yeah um, and just, I mean, it's a similar society. England but completely different at the same time so it was interesting getting whereabouts we set up we're in Portsmouth so about an is south of London awesome um, nice place fairly low socioeconomic sort of area yeah um, it is the fun fact it's, that, mate, <laughs> it's the uh, second most dense part of actually no I think it's the most dense area in England there so you know. people per capita that's Just um, nice. people living on top of each other man you go through some streets and it's just like sardines it's madness
0: that's crazy
1: um, what, were the, what were the main similarities to I guess mornings from Peninsula life and Portsmouth life uh, very different there weren't many similarities really yeah. um, one of the things that Sally and and I used to love doing was going over so Portsmouth was it's essentially like a little island and you go over there's a big hill and um, At the back South Downs where we go over and then all of a sudden it's just open it open space so we used to love just getting out of the city and going over and spending time through going down like little country lanes and into open fields and walking through woods and that sort of thing so just enjoying space yeah yeah which in in the peninsula you're not uh, lacking (laughs) definitely so that was was nice and it sort of um, felt like home a little bit Um, and I, I mean it was home there for, for two years. I mean, Sally and his family were fantastic and um, it was great to get to know her relatives there um,
0: and obviously the travel as well. Yeah, what was it like being travel. able to kind of be in that hub to kind of go
1: more or less wherever you wanted yeah. fairly easily? It's awesome. Um, it's, everything's just so close. You, we, for example, one weekend we went to Paris, I think. As I you left do. Left work at 4 p.m. on the Well, a, but we could go to Adelaide up. if we wanted True. Brad <laughs> It's <laid. Rad. laughs> Left uh, work at 4pm and just went to, went to Paris for the weekend. Yeah, man. Yeah. We were like on the ground in our apartment by like 6 or 7pm. It's like crazy. crazy. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. So we just tried to get away as much as we could. We were both working full time, so it made it a little bit difficult. Yep. Um, and and of course, you've got to have a bit of balance of work and play. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, we tried to get away as much as we could and did some really cool trips. What What, uh... What was your favourite trip that you did, and how long was it for? So we did a um, a big road trip for about two weeks. We had some. I've got a close group of friends who actually live all interstate. Um, the Gentleman's Club, and we a few of those guys came out and met us, and we went for a uh, two week road trip through Eastern Europe. Cool. Which was really different. Yeah. Um, so we started in Slovenia, and then went through. Serbia, Bosnia, uh, Montenegro, Croatia. What was that like? Um, different, really different. In what way? It's just a, um, it's a different life over there. It's, so it's just so foreign. Um, that area of Europe in particular is still recovering from war. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty uh, eye opening walking through streets and seeing buildings with gunshot yeah well, which is something gunshot that would, would be and, completely foreign to yeah. us yeah and like driving through a big city uh, big city yeah in in Serbia for example um, and the roads are just like um, pothole. like in the middle of the city there's just it's not a wealthy part of Europe at all yeah um, and seeing some people living in Poverty, but it's just accepted. Yeah, it's just the normal. Yeah, it's the norm. Yeah, and the corruption over there is pretty bad as well. Yeah, that's another story, I think.
0: Yeah. What um, what um What roles or what did you and Sal both do for jobs while you were over there?
1: Yeah, so uh, I was working in a uh, in a health club. Again, working a sales position, so essentially selling memberships. Yeah. Uh, so I did that for eighteen months ish. Um, did you join any coaching while you were over there? Uh informal. Informally. So I, I actually did look at doing some sort of personal training and coaching when I first got over there, but yep. um without a network there it was yeah. hard to set myself up. Definitely. So so I took on a role um in a health club uh, which I made made some great friends over there. Uh, and that was uh and it was a really fun place to work. Uh sales wasn't exactly what I wanted to be doing. and, I ended up... It was one of the reasons we decided to move back, really. I was looking for, to do something different. Yeah. Um, and... We decided to come back. Awesome. What What
0: was that the main kind of reason you decided? Was it both of you together, you know, let's... Yeah. Time, for, we,
1: time to go home? We were ready to come home. We'd been over there for two years. We had caught up with most of my family they'd come over and done travel yep. um, in sort of different bouts which was really nice mm. they uh, we were not missing our, our friends um, yeah and we were both sort of ready for that next step we'd both done work we'd done the work we wanted to do we'd seen seen what we wanted to see what we wanted yeah. to see we were sort of ready just to um, take on the next challenge mm. and for, for me in particular, the I wanted to do something different and I decided university was the way to go. So... Straight back into back it. Back to studies. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I remember... So it was... How long before you actually came home did you know you were coming home?
1: Not long. We arrived in May. Mm-hmm. Um, May of this year. And we probably booked tickets... Jeez, that's like, gone by quick. <laughs> man, six months already. <laughs> that's crazy. More um, well, six months yeah, yeah. Um, uh, So we decided probably in about February. yeah uh, that's when Sal um, left her job in England, yeah finished at the end of March. and then second or, or if not equal, best trip was um, hiring a van and doing five weeks around the UK. That's cool. So that was it for sort of our last hurrah yeah before we came home. Yeah, That's
0: I think awesome. I wanted to talk to you just before you'd done that, and I I yeah. might have said something along the lines of like, when are you coming home or something, and you yeah. I think you gave like a real coy answer. Yeah. <clears throat> so like I kind of had maybe an inkling that maybe you were coming back around then, and then you did the trip, and I was like, oh,
1: he's just gone on a yeah. trip, so he won't be back for a while. Next minute. And
0: then ran into you at the brewery.
1: Yeah. As you do. Quite funny. <laughs> I remember I was like, I remember messaging you and saying I I can't remember if I I <laughs> might have said something about. Coming home or yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I, it was funny. I was, I was just thinking, I was walking through the bro I was like, "Ah, oh, we're going to message Lockie and catch up. And then, wow, he's right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that, that was awesome. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing
0: here? Hold <laughs> yeah. wait. Did you go away? <laughs> shit, yeah. yeah. Coop's not meant to be here. This yeah. isn't normal. And that was cool because it was mm. kind of like, holy shit, you're, uh, you're home. Yeah. You're home. Was,
1: so you, you didn't tell many people that you were coming? Um... I didn't make it I didn't put a big post up on Facebook to yeah. say oh, everyone will come home yeah. I told my my family and yeah. um, a couple of close friends but to be honest I wasn't I'm not trying to advertise my whole life yeah that's fine I'm happy just to tell the people I'm close to and um, yeah
0: then the magical meetings at the brewery wouldn't happen. Exactly right. I think
1: I saw you at the brewery twice in like six days. I know. <laughs> I was, <laughs> like, I was our like communal meeting place. <laughs> <laughs> I did really feel like catching up with Lockie. I just go to the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise you though were the only t- two times I was there for like yeah. six weeks. But yeah, right. so you,
0: go, you get back and you kind of get settled back into Peninsula life. Yeah. And then
1: straight into a, a business degree. Yeah, so started. Why business? Um... Uh, I always regretted, not regretted. I don't, I don't regret anything. But I, I was disappointed that I didn't do business studies at school. Um, it was always something that I was kind of interested in, but not interested enough to pursue it. And working in sales, working at the health club in the UK, I yep. started to, um, I guess, take on a bit more responsibility within the business, and I had a pretty close relationship with my. With my manager's there, yep. and it sort of sparked the idea of, I guess, um, that sparked that interest in business, and uh, I really wanted to just learn more. That's cool. So, I the way I looked at it, up, I could either try and get some experience somewhere in a in a firm or a small business and just learn the ropes, or go back to study. Light and up on some theory and exactly right. Yeah. Um. So, study was most appealing option in the end. So and you locked in and we're six months down. Six months down. Mm-hmm. What's well, been the most surprising thing about doing a
0: business degree? Because it's something that, like me as a as a coach. I've uh, I've learned had to learn business through necessity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running one, but I guess the uh, the idea of going to uni and studying business isn't something that floats my boat very much.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is. Um, it's been a funny one because you can. There's so much you can learn now without a formal education. Yeah. So you can go on the internet and do a um, learn about business um, that's self self directed, and arguably learn just as much. Mm-hmm. Um, which which I you, you started doing. You would have thought about that. Yeah. That yeah. Way. Definitely. I mean, and university's not cheap either. Mm-hmm. So it was a major decision to go back. Yeah, um, I guess the main thing is with with uni is that you get a structured understanding of theory behind behind in my case business. Yeah, and then and having that curriculum that's driven by
0: people that are yeah I guess hopefully at the top of their field you you, exactly. you have something to follow.
1: Yeah, I mean not all of it is relevant. Mm. Um, in for example, like in small business, not I don't need to have a really deep understanding of like macroeconomics or or, um, I don't know whatever else but yep. I think a, a lot of it you, a lot of it can be applied yep. to any situation or any any business and they're all just <clears throat> extra little tools in the
0: toolbox when it comes to yeah, exactly right. dealing with a problem or an issue or f- yeah. I, identifying
1: what needs to happen to grow and hmm. I think like, you know, like you've done fantastically with Virtus building it without any formal business qualification
0: or yeah well Jesse and I for the first 12 months just winged it yeah. <laughs> and, and I've, I've, I've been working really hard on applying a lot more structure the last 12 months but we're yeah. still very still in our infancy in terms of how the business is structured and how it mm-hmm. runs and, and how, it, how it works but and that's what like I like that you were aware that you could have done it just by getting experience because I think too many people just kind of go you know I'm just going to load up on
1: theory and maybe never really use it Mm. but yeah I mean uh, it is sometimes difficult to be able to apply theory into practice and I think with uni that's maybe one of the limitations that they teach a lot of theory but the practical side is lacking yeah so might learn something but how am I ever going to use this in the real world yeah. Which I think they are getting universities in general are getting better at, but it's still something that once yeah. I get my degree at the end, I'll be like, okay, so I've got all this knowledge, how can I start to apply it? Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean you learn on the job. I, I am a big advocate of that. You learn much more yeah, yeah practice. But having the framework of the business degree behind you will allow you to Yeah. And then Still a more. in in practice, if I was in a business, then I could see, oh, this happens. Oh wait, wow, I remember learning that in uni. Like that's. Yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's a role, role you
0: can play, it with Vertus, yeah, absolutely. for the foreseeable future. Mm. What What are your <clears throat> so once the business degree is kind of knocked over, and I guess whilst you're knocking it over, what are what are the goals and ambitions you're kind of working towards now? Heavy question, on it. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't have, to be honest, I don't right. have any formal written down goals yeah. that I work towards. Um, for me, it's just continuous improvement. So, even over the summer, once I'm finished with uni, I'm still going to be learning and putting a lot of, investing a lot of my time and, um, and effort into learning as much as I can and being better. Yep. And, um, so once you once uni's done, uh, there's mm-hmm. no real end end ambition. Cool. I'll just sort of take it as it comes, see what opportunities are around. I love that. Um, and just keep applying what I learned to to the life that I'm leading now. Um, there's no point in having all this knowledge if you can't actually apply it to anything. Definitely. So yeah,
0: yeah. We well like and and I guess the thing that drew, drew me to you and made me want to want to get you on board when you did come back was that ability to always want to be learning mm-hmm. and that ability to always want to develop yourself both professionally and personally which you know depending on who you ask is the same thing anyway yeah. Um, yeah exactly and that want to continuously improve like we've seen in all aspects of your life including like your training with with the strongman company you knocked out for yeah. the last eight weeks mm-hmm. on that what'd you learn from it like eight weeks solid training first strongman comp, yeah. what, did it, what did it teach you?
1: Um, well, that yeah, was my first, I guess, competitive sporting event mm. since football. Um, all those years ago. Yeah, like mm. six years ago, probably. Um, it, was, it was really fun. I, I loved it. Um, Cam, um, Elliot, who I did the comp with. Coach Cam. Coach Cam, has been on this podcast, he... Was amazing. He was a fantastic support, um, and to be honest, I think I loved the the process and yeah. the lead up, both training and mindset, and um and going through those training sessions with Cam was almost, if not more enjoyable than the actual comp itself. That's a wonderful um, thing when you
0: can enjoy the process more than the yeah outcome.
1: yeah. I, I loved it. I loved showing up for training every day and just grinding it out um, knowing you had intent like that was your intention for the yeah, day just get working, it done and get it done well exactly and working towards the, the outcome working towards a goal mm. um, especially in my training it's not something that I've had for a while I mean I'm pretty I think I'm pretty motivated with my training and I try and uh, I train hard and I am structured with my training and I know what I'm doing but having that having that Focus. Ending day. Yeah. 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 Having a, a D day where you got to you you're working towards that the whole time and having that end goal in mind mm. um, was yeah it was really rewarding having that. Um, the day itself was was really fun. The nerves got to me a little bit. Um, and that didn't, happens. Yeah, I mean, and it also didn't hit the lifts that I wanted to wanted to hit. Um, which was a bit sobering but at the same time we weren't there to win we were there to experience it to experience it to have fun to try something new something that we have, neither us had done before yeah um, and I mean uh, there weren't bad lifts that I hit in the end I still PR'd and um, I can definitely take comfort in that but not be having those high expectations of myself is something yeah. that I've probably taken Taken away from this, knowing that you're not always going to hit your desired goal or result. Yeah. Like that's just
0: life. But if you fall short, you reassess yeah. and pick yourself up and dust yourself <laughs> off and carry on. You almost learn more from failure than you do from, from winning sometimes. Oh, there's a quote in that somewhere. Sure <laughs> do you did did the comp and the experience of the training leading up to it, did that change your outlook on coaching? Or did it change th- anything to do with the way you you approach your coaching from now on
1: uh, good question yeah I think so we I mean when Cam and I decided to do this competition we sat down and we uh, set our I think it was about eight to six weeks out um, we sat down and we we made a bit of a plan of how we were going to prepare for it. Yep. Uh, so we organised our training blocks and our cycles and how we were going to lead into the day. Um, and we also employed some recovery protocols as well. So we really sort of tried to look after our bodies. Yeah. Spent a lot more time on mobility and, um, and downtime. So... And, I, and coming back to that, having that end goal in mind as well. I think that was so important. And that's definitely something I'm going to take away and preach to members of Virtus and my own clients that having a, an objective end goal is so important. Yeah. Because then you can evaluate progress. You can see how you're moving towards You can see if you're ticking the boxes, yeah. Yeah, and you're ticking boxes every day towards... And it shows that
0: you can actually move the needle... And, exactly. and see the improvement. Do you have, have you, have you, you and Cam, I actually don't know the answer to this question. Have you two sat down and talked about something else, or are you just kind of happy, kind of recovering from it and yeah. letting your body chill out for a little bit?
1: Um, definitely happy to, to chill out. I mean, yeah. I think I've hit one movement session this week, so I haven't actually trained properly at all. It's Sunday, mate. You've got seven days, six days to go. True <laughs> that. Um, but. We are. I think we have definitely caught the, the competitive bug a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we both want to do something else. We're sort of tossing up a few ideas. Um, I have to keep you posted. Yeah. Because we're not really sure. We watch, are going to sit down and watch street, this space. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Um, and if we can get a bit of a, a crew going and. Or um, well, your uh, your excitement for it and seeing
0: it happen and and seeing how how well you guys train definitely kind of sparked something in me in terms of wanting to do something to do with yeah. a strength sport or something like that like being a <clears throat> a somewhat competitive person depending on who you ask yeah um, <laughs> I, uh <beer> punk <laughs>
1: um,
0: but like yeah I, I'm incredibly competitive and just seeing that I was just like like genuinely really excited to watch you guys do it and, and, yeah. and, and, and yeah genuinely kind of lit a fire in my belly mm. um whether I do one before the next football season or maybe play them on for this time next year or something like that I don't know but yeah, it, uh, I think it's uh, exciting
1: yeah definitely I think if we if we do do something it'll be start of next year give yep. ourselves a few months of, of lead up Yeah. Um, I mean with this strongman competition it wasn't as if like I said we weren't there to win it um, but the lead up may have been a little bit short yeah eight, eight weeks isn't so, the longest uh, training no, program ever but no. but Learning experience, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to get back
0: um, under a
1: barbell. Keep me in the
0: loop, I might jump in on it because Wallace needs something to train for. Good, um, <laughs> with footy, with footy, uh, footy pre season coming up very, very, very soon, yeah, definitely. Um, touched on on the uh, the wonderful Sal a little bit before, mm. but how, how important having her be a part of the journey with you for the last how long now? We are coming up to seven years this month. Seven years. That's a long time. Yeah. How, how important yeah. has it been having Sal to share everything with?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Um, she, I mean, we've both grown so much together over the last few years. Yeah. Um, moving countries together, living. Yeah. And moving back, um, doing travel together, going through university together um, at separate times as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. Awesome. Awesome. What about about your
0: family growing up? What was it it like growing up with, I guess, a big family and a twin? Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. People always say like, oh, you're so much closer to your twin than your other brothers and sisters. And I would say that there is like a special connection with her, but at the same time, I love my siblings equally. Yeah, I have to say that though. I um, have to, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean my family we we're really close. We um, it was it was lovely getting back to living with them. Yeah. Um, after being away for so long. And uh, just having just having them there. I mean we I I, I just love having a Sunday dinner with them and having a glass of wine and a roast and talking and just... Yeah.
0: Yeah. And just checking in regularly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Are you all very similar? All of your your siblings? Or are you all Um, all a bit different? I think we're all a little bit different. Yeah. I mean... I mean, we're similar in some ways. We're all pretty social. We all... um, we all work hard. I think work ethic is something we all share. Share Obviously, um, it comes from your parents? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my old man, Bernie, he's um, he's an extremely hard worker. He always has been. Yeah. Um, and my mum is, works equally as hard to keep the family going. Um, and um, they're just all good people. Like, they're just genuine, genuinely lovely people. And Definitely. It's infectious. Yeah, being being happy and being being content with just simple things, like I said, just sitting, sharing a meal together and having a good conversation and yeah, it's just it's just nice. You, do, you don't necessarily need any more than that. No, a
0: lot of yeah, the time, that's, that's 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 bliss. Yeah, and it's really important to identify that and have that perspective to go. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like this is yeah, this is
1: enough. And I think that's. Definitely. And just being content with how lucky you are to have a healthy happy family and um, people take so many things for granted Yeah. especially in this day and age where things are so what should I say like things are you can you can get things so easily yep. through technology and internet and all that sort yep. of stuff but the things that are worth keeping are just simple yeah family Having a home and food and definitely. Um, you don't need all this new tech. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would, we we all go for
0: the yeah, the sexy new iPhone or yeah. new laptop or whatever, but at the end of the day, like it's the things that if people were to to have to choose between all that new stuff and yeah. family member, like it's a it's a snap decision that you wouldn't even think about. So yeah. yep, we let ourselves get materialistic. It's so materialistic. Yeah. Do you um do you have I guess things that you do or or habits that you try and foster to keep that gratitude and um and I guess in
1: perspective going. Yeah. So recently um with you, I've been we've been starting doing journaling. What a segue, I was like, how do I bring that into it? And it works. It's right in front of it. (laughs) It worked. No Yeah, good. Um yeah, I've been loving it. Um, So every morning, right, Um, what I'm grateful for, so... What was today's three? Today's was um, how lucky I am, so exactly what we were saying before, how lucky we are to have have the simple stuff, so lucky to live in this beautiful place and have good friends and good family. To be able to walk outside and look at the sunshine and... Yeah, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty vague, but... Mate, vague ones are the way to go. Yeah. Um, one was coffee, which, <laughs> which seems to be a I
0: carry-on. Yeah, especially the mornings. Yeah. Um, I've definitely had um, had that as one of
1: mine regularly. Yeah. and um, But and it's enjoying the little things, again. Exactly right. The finer yeah. things. Having your little indulgences. It's nothing like yeah. that. Yeah, um, and, and bed this morning. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah, it was nice. Had a nice Sunday sleeping. Perfect. Yeah. Um... And then as a part of that, I write down my goals and what um, I want to achieve for the day. Yep. So, often, um, there's, there's been recurring themes, I think. Um, definitely recently is valuing my time and, um, and being present. Mm. Being present is one that I've sort of really been trying to focus on lately. Nah, yeah. Just take a step back. Be real with the people that you're with. Give them your whole attention if you're speaking to them. Yeah. Um, don't spend so much time with technology Instagram's a killer yeah and
0: I think it's identifying that and finding the little 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 tweaks and things you can make because yeah yeah, you spot on like Instagram and Facebook and and things are an amazing resource at times Mm. but then when there's someone in front of you and talking to them like that's been a big kind of Room for improvement for me over the last six months, and yeah. like I feel as though I'm finally starting to make make a change and doing little things like getting rid of the notifications so that none of them come up mm-hmm. on my phone, so I have to actively get into the app and look at it, and getting rid of my newsfeed on my laptop, and all these little things just like mm-hmm. just add to the ability to be be uh, be present. Yeah,
1: and it's just a, and it, it's a mindset thing. It is, and it starts with awareness. Yeah, knowing that you're spending too much time on technology, yeah. or knowing that you're not giving someone your full attention when you're, when you're with them Yeah. Um, once you're aware of something you can make, make a change
0: yeah and even if you do keep fucking up every now and again it, yeah. it's coming back to you know what yeah. I, it, I'm going to fuck up I'm going to be human like some days that. I'm going to forget to journal or not do it or not buy yeah, my definitely. answer room but if you're doing it for the right reasons then you're going to want to keep
1: doing it yeah exactly right like I've got coming back to like not hitting not doing things that you set out to do uh, like every morning I have my minimums of what I want to hit. So, well, not, not hit, that's the wrong word. Minimums of what I want to achieve that day. So, yeah. like, meditate, journal, drink, drink enough water and do movement um, and have an early night. and read. They're just simple things. Yeah, like, they're just little things to um, keep, you, keep you accountable, keep you moving towards improving yourself are you good are you good at keeping yourself accountable um, probably not no like are you I getting better yeah yeah I mean I always so, like I was saying before about Sally Ann yeah, keeping me grounded like yeah. I've always got these lofty lofty goals I'm trying to achieve like I want to do all these things today but is that really realistic yeah
0: um, it's important being able to check yourself and go yeah. you know what maybe I'll t- knock over one or two today and then
1: leave three for tomorrow. Yeah. And I think like having you doing the journaling as well has been has been mm. great to keep both of us accountable yeah um seeing the other do something and then yeah and just have it, like and seeing you walk in
0: with your with your book is just yeah. like, oh shit have I read your mind today exactly. um, and I, and I think is an interesting one because there's so many different theories out there around how you can do it to keep that mindfulness going. But I think you've got to find what works for you and yeah, what you and enjoy because I, I don't think there's a wrong way to, no, to do it. No. And <clears throat> some people want to write everything they're doing for the day, some people want to write one thing. Yeah. I've tried to play with do I write every little thing that I do today, do I write my intention for it beforehand and, yeah. and see how we go? Do I do it for them? What I have perceive as the important things what have um, you found works for you depends on the day I um, I tend to find that if I do have an earlier night and I give myself 15 minutes a night before to actually write out my next day yeah. I'm a lot more accountable to writing finishing the diary and finishing the day or the journal yeah. uh, I find when when we, uh, when we stay up playing card games and and uh, Mario Kart last night and I didn't actually sit down and write <laughs> sit down and write today's yeah. and, but you know having in my head I, I was okay with it because I knew that you know I had a meeting this morning and, and I was going to sit in here and do work for a couple of hours and we were going to knock this over and I was going to watch the UFC so I didn't have, necessarily feel the need to block out every hour today yeah. and I, um, I'm i only I'm kind of only now realising that well I can kind of pick and choose a little bit when I do it yeah. um, when I feel as though I need it um, so like tomorrow tomorrow being kind of middle of a long weekend with it, not really a public holiday yeah. I'm going to make sure that I'm really on, on the ball for tomorrow so I'll yeah. sit down tonight and do it and then Tuesday same kind of deal everyone else's or a lot of the other people will be having the day off so you yeah, know I look at that as a chance to have a little bit more me time and a little bit more time to get it done um, but yeah there's no real answer I'm looking forward to actually like because this one's 13 weeks the uh, yeah. the best self uh, the best self journal for anyone that, that wants to give it a try it gives yeah. you a really really good framework to set goals and, and move forward and, and like I look back at the goals I set I feel it feels like four or five weeks ago and, and it feels like a lifetime ago yeah. in terms of yeah, it feels like I've been doing this for, yeah, for ages exactly uh, um, but yeah I, I'm looking forward to finishing this 13 weeks and just getting a blank diary and just doing what I feel as though I should do, rather yeah. than following the how the day's set out and the yeah. and the gra- morning gratitude and lessons learnt and stuff. I want to kind of pick and choose what I feel is important. Yeah. And some days that's writing what I'm grateful for. Some days that's being really anal about a list that I of all the things I need to tick off. But again, yeah, it's just me it's doing. It changes yeah. isn't it? According yeah. to what you want to achieve that day and what your mindset is. Yeah, exactly right.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think it's incredibly important to have those goals down the track as to what you actually want to want to work towards, um, yeah. and to have those goals as malleable and be able to change them and tweak them because, like, yeah, you know, like I use Virtus as a as a something I set goals for, but. You know, it's changed over the last six months, and mm. even over the last couple of weeks, it's it's tweaked a little bit. And and I guess you've been a big part of that, and the uh, the PD that we're doing together in terms yeah. of our marketing courses and, and stuff like that's been a really big part of it. Ripping segue number two. Oh, talk to fire. me about talk to me about marketing. Why why is that something
1: that floats your boat? Um, it's something that I've just sort of taken an interest in and just kind of gone with. Yeah, I as part of my sales role in the UK I sort of took on a bit of responsibility for marketing yeah Um, on top of that what is is marketing to you? what what would you if you could define marketing what would it be? marketing is providing value to I guess consumers um, by delivering uh, valuable content. So by informing people about, um, a product or service. So, yep. and then, um, provide, yeah, value. Cool. It's value. Just, just value. Just, yeah. and I think that's
0: not just throwing shit out there for the sake of it. Yeah, exactly. It's really it's being,
1: important. It's having intention in what you are on the message that you're trying to convey. And, um, and being mindful of the content that you're producing and putting out.
0: And make sure that it is actually adding value and you're not just doing it for... Yeah, for the sake of doing it. Yeah, not just like likes for likes sake or followers for followers sake. It's, yeah. a, you know, let's put this out there because it's going to make someone better. And it's yeah, going to help exactly. that improvement. And it just doubles down yeah. on everything else you've spoken about. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. What, what are your, like being the uh, the marketing guru of,
1: of Virtus, what's, <laughs> your, what's your goals for our marketing over the next two, three, six months? So... Like we spoke, like we spoke about, Virtus is still still young, mm-hmm. so just expanding the reach, yeah. So um, and the awareness of who we are, what we're doing, the the change we're trying to produce, yeah, is is extremely important. Um, and I mean. I think over the last two years Vers has grown exponentially which has been fantastic and it's come to the stage where we need to start um, going through different avenues in our in our marketing and how we do things and just broadening uh, broadening, broadening our audience so like I said expanding our um, awareness and then um, providing more value mm. to Yeah, and that's been a big focus con- of both of us. Yeah, to new yeah. consumers and to existing. Mm. So we're not just focusing on getting more and more people through the door, we're looking at growing the value that we have to our existing members. And how can we enhance their experience and yeah, exactly. and
0: make it a more enjoyable
1: and, and
0: worthwhile endeavour.
1: Yeah. So been, yeah. Yeah. Delivering our our core product value to them. Um, and becoming I guess through our ourselves and our staff becoming better versions of ourselves like with all the PD that we've been doing recently yeah. that value that we're achieving through what we're learning we can pass on to to our customers to our members mm, definitely um, and, that's and it's, always, I think uh,
0: that's, that's something really important that we've kind of identified and that why so, I feel that you're such a good addition to the team is because you understand that we'll, to make everyone else better we need to make ourselves better first and there's no point you know, us bitching about people not ticking the boxes and not doing what they said they would do if we didn't do it first yeah. so. leading by example
1: I think that's definitely something that um, all staff at Virtus are, are great at we all um, and being human enough to realise when we fuck up and when we yeah. don't
0: lead by example and that
1: guys yeah you can all learn from this yeah we're all accountable for each other we're all um, like I said we're all human we're all gonna make mistakes we're all gonna have our ups and downs but it's how we uh, bounce back from those that define yeah. uh, who we are and how we, how we become better versions of ourselves awesome I love that all right,
0: F- to finish up, and sometimes this takes like twenty minutes, so it's cool. we'll see how we go. I've got a bunch of questions for you. I want either I want the first thing that comes into your head, uh, and you, but you can go
1: as long with the answers as you as you'd like. Do you have okay. a mantra? A mantra It's something that I was um, going to ask you about because I know that you've got your mantra, and it's something that I've been toying with recently. Yeah. Um, I, I guess no, I don't. I like with my journal I write my goal for each day yeah um, I think at the moment my mantra is probably to be present um, smile <laughs> yeah and <clears throat> just be
0: positive yeah I like that and, yeah, and then that'll grow and adapt and, yeah. and like if you asked me that question a month ago or a couple of weeks ago, I would have said no I don't have one but yeah. here's what I'm trying to do
1: Yeah, and
0: I think <clears throat> I've, I really found it valuable to sit down and kind of go well why, what is something that I want to tell myself every day to make sure yeah. that I do it and like mine was mine ended up being really simple was just show up smile and make a difference because yeah. if I'm showing up <clears throat> then I'm going to do the best I can if I'm smiling then everyone else around me is going to smile too and then yeah. if I'm making a difference then everything I'm doing is f- for the betterment of either myself or or yeah. everyone else yeah, I, I think it. that ability to identify why it is that you do what you do is really like and anyone can can improve from this it's just that it stops you from allowing those shitty days and those crappy times and the, the stressful stuff to get to your head and to mm. kind of net like kind of shackle you with anxiety and stuff like that because you remember well yeah, yes i'm tired after coaching all day but mm. yes i'm doing this because i love it yeah
1: um, yeah mm. i think um like for myself having that um being able to smile and be positive translates so well to other people mm. if i like you said if i come into to, to vertus and i'm if I've had a shit day and I'm in a negative headspace, that will members will pick up on that. Yeah. Coaches will pick up on that, and then that unconsciously just multiplies. Mm. But if I come in and smile and be positive, then again it will it will multiply. Definitely, Definitely. that um, that happiness factor is it's important. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's something that's so simple but so often yeah. overlooked, and people just
0: forget. People forget to smile. Like yeah. walk down the street, people. People aren't people aren't smiling. Mm. But you right. Like you write, you write gratitude in the morning, and, and yeah, that like I always smile when I write my gratitude because I was like, what am I happy about? Yeah. Is kind of the way I think of it. Or yeah, I'm happy for coffee. I'm happy for
1: yeah. You know. Oh, segue number three. Do you have a morning <laughs> routine? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's something that I've been playing with over the last. Um, well, probably about a year or two. I've been fighting with it. <laughs> I mean, I wish I was a morning person. Yeah. I wish I was more of a morning person. Um, once, I, once I get up, I'm fine, but getting out of bed is man, it's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> my morning routine, uh, every morning I have a cold shower. So it's nice. nice. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, I have only had one hot shower in the morning this year. that's huge so yeah a shower every morning yeah every single morning that's gnarly Um, uh, I love it I try and stay in for like for uh, at least 60 seconds at least a minute yeah Um, and I I do this for a couple of reasons one is just to one to wake myself up this is an easy way to do that yeah two I think it um, there's value in being comfortable in uncomfortable yeah situations yeah so if I can like I don't I don't necessarily want to have a cold shower every morning but if I can force myself to do that and and overcome then, that hurdle and realise that yeah. discipline is just the fact that you've just done it exactly. just actually making yourself do it mm. and that's a that's a win for the day already like I'm in my first five minutes of being awake and I've already kicked a goal yeah um, that's cool. so you start off strong I might have I've I've uh,
0: been fighting with the need for a morning routine because I'm yeah. very much a um, get out of bed like get dressed walk the car jump in the car drive to work yeah. that like yeah I'm trying to implement like maybe one thing a day yeah that I mean, that to have that kind <clears> of <throat> that yeah. routine but uh, yeah like I'm fighting with what I actually want to do and then the cold shower thing when a couple of guys I follow obviously do it regularly and yeah. get great benefit from it and i um, if I can f- pull myself out of bed a little bit quicker. Being here at six am every morning, I'd love yeah. to get here at five thirty and have a cold shower here or something like that. But I think I don't know. it's uh having building those habits uh, um, are hard to begin with. But how long you, do you th- how long do you think it took you of having those cold showers until you went? You know what? This is a thing. Like this is me now. Like a
1: couple of weeks, probably. A couple of weeks. Cool. Like if I if I miss a cold shower now, I feel like I haven't. Um, like I've just missed out or I haven't yeah. been like accountable to myself so I feel yeah. like I've failed yeah. um, so it's just like part of what I do just That's get right. up and close you out I love that and then, and then after that I usually I try and go through some do some breathing um, yeah. do some breathing and then some meditation so, so how, do you, how do you meditate because obviously uh, there's a lot of different ways and yeah. I think people go
0: oh no meditating is just sitting there and chanting do you um, do it I mean differently. I don't.
1: I I sort of change my terminology. Sometimes I call it meditation. Other times I call it mindfulness. Like the same, same thing. Same same. But um, it is just being mindful of your of your breathing, of your surrounding, of how you're feeling. Mm. Um, and this is where I come to my being present. Like just taking a step back, forgetting all the all the stuff that's going on through your head and just being in the moment cool um, so at the moment I've, I've, sh- I've kind of gone through a few different apps and things um, at the moment I'm trying an app called Smiling Mind which yep. is um, which is really cool I've really enjoyed it there's heaps of different like little modules and things on there it's been developed by psychologists as well so with an actual in-depth understanding of yeah psychology and um, rather than just babies <laughs> yeah babies <Yeah, laughs> <hippies. laughs> um, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like so, it. yeah, um, so there's, I've, I've been trying out yeah, different routines and things. Um, there's no right or wrong. I think but whatever works for you and
0: whatever you can. But challenging yourself to actually try a bunch of different things yeah. and not just get two days in and go, you know what, that wasn't for me.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think at the same time, if you don't want to have a routine, you don't have to have one. Mm-hmm. It's not like I want to, but I can't get it sorted. <coughs> I think that's where I'm at. it's fine. We'll work on it. Yeah. Next uh, next couple of questions. I want one one sentence answer. Oh, shit. Okay. If you could be remembered in one sentence, what would it be? Um, made a difference. Cool. If you could describe yourself today in one sentence, what would it be?
1: Uh, work in progress. <laughs> oh, good. What is success to you? What is success? I was actually thinking about that on my way here. Um, what is success? Success is... Um Success is being true to yourself, following your passions and making a difference to other people's lives. Good answer. What's your worst habit? Worst habit. Uh probably technology at the moment. Too yeah. much. Um, too being honest too much, yeah. Yeah, just and just not being not almost not like not being conscious of it like if I I'll just pick up my phone sometimes and just t- turn it on even if I don't want to look at something yep. it's just it's a bad habit so I think that. yeah but I'm aware of it
0: what is your greatest achievement to date?
1: Mm. um most achievement um Probably oh, Maybe Miss Seas was pretty big Yes yeah, Mate that's huge I, Like I don't think I could do it I don't Like I don't know Some people said that to me That they, they don't think they could do it But To me Maybe it was because Sally Ann and her family were going So it was just like a given That I was going to go as well um, It wasn't like a massive Massive thing um I mean, it's so easy to keep in contact with people and that sort yeah. of thing. So, and the world is a small place now, getting smaller. Yeah, well, like big, and one of Greg's
0: obviously someone who's lived yeah overseas and worked overseas. He said everyone should do it
1: once. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Mm. Like I said, travel gives you perspective. Yeah, you'll either love it or you hate it, but either way, you'll get something out of it and you'll learn from it. Yeah, exactly right.
0: Tell me something very few people know about you. Um,
1: open book yeah okay. good I don't know um, I'll, can I come back to that one no <laughs> <laughs> that, that question's dead now no alright
0: who, who uh, so who are your mentors who are the people you look up to who are the people that inspire you
1: Um. <clears throat> so at the moment two of the people I look up to most are yourself and Stop. and Coach Cam good um since I've since I've started at Verse, you two have both been um awesome inspirations I mean you've both both got your head switched on um I learn something new from from both of you every day and you make me smile you make me laugh um make me make me better so that's a and that's why I love coming into Verse. awesome because there's a packed full of people who are who are like that and it's just a positive environment I love it good um other people I look up to my Parents, um, they're, they're awesome, awesome people. Yeah, cool. Um, I'd be remiss without saying Sally Ann again. Good and lucky. There's no real like celebrity or anything that I really look yeah. up to. Or, Let's uh, say, that no, Tim Ferriss is, is a cool dude. Um, for those of you who don't know, look him up. He's got a cool oh, podcast and just, a couple of fantastic
0: books. He's just one of those people that. If, if you're into improvement and, con- and yeah. personal development in any way, he's the one to follow because he's he's one of those ones preaching it, but living it and chasing it through yeah. to the end of the degree with his books and podcast and blog.
1: And, mm. and just yeah. his ability to commit to doing something mm. um, is awesome. And he does some really interesting things, things that I'm interested in. Yeah. He runs yeah. sort of health and lifestyle. And, yeah. Um, yeah, he's really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: it's cool, dude. Awesome. if you could change one thing about the world what would it be
1: um, people could just love more yeah I think loves loves underrated um, if people loved each other as they love themselves then I think the world would would be a better place mm. people would just be more um, understanding and empathetic towards people yeah and yeah good answer if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive, who would they be and why um okay so coming back to Tim Ferriss in his latest book he had three sections in it healthy wealthy wise Mm -hmm. so I'm going to use that framework (laughs) Good. Um, uh, wise would probably probably be either the Dalai Lama or could um, Marcus Aurelius. Awesome. He's a yeah. um, Roman emperor. Who wasn't Roman emperor? Not
0: anymore. Um, Russell Crowe. Russell is who you really want to hang out with, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Glad he goes Healthy, uh, maybe Tim Ferriss? Yeah. Oh, no, change that answer, Brian McKenzie. Oh, good, he's a king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love his work at the moment. Um, yeah, look him up, he's, a, he's an absolute king. Crazy. And yeah, let's do it with Tim Ferriss. Yeah, good, awesome. <laughs>
0: couple of quick answers go okay. alright what's the nicest thing you've ever done for someone <laughs> um, don't overthink it held the door open for a, for a lady today nice good what's the nicest thing someone's done for you um,
1: probably accepting me for who I am with all my flaws Selling all else oh, good from her mm. what's the
0: greatest piece of advice you've ever received
1: Um, nothing really stands out. Um, I'll flip it. What's the
0: greatest piece of advice you've ever given?
1: Um, live with no regrets. It's something that I've yeah. told someone recently.
0: Good. If you could have a billboard seen by millions of people. What would you put on it? (laughs) I stole that question from the great man Tim Ferriss. Yes. (laughs) Um,
1: um, That's a hard one. Um, Probably love. Just the word love. Good. No, love. Um, Love your neighbour as yourself. Do you think? Do you think people need to love themselves more first? Yeah, I think people are by their nature very critical of themselves. Um, there's actually a quote. Yes, um, which I've been. I hate quotes. Yeah, <laughs> no, you do. <don't. laughs> uh, mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. Which is not love related directly but I think it's uh, it's just one in the same one, I think yeah I think you can you can flip that and say loving yourself loving others is strength loving yourself is true power I think being able to have the ability to accept you for who you are um, yeah flaws flaws and everything is is the only way to be able to begin loving others. Mm, I agree. Um, 100%. Good. Mm. All right, a couple of favourites to finish okay. off. Favourite movie? Oh, uh, um, favourite movie. Traditionally been The Departed. That's good. the a film. Good. Um, recently. Oof.
0: Mate, I'm happy with my yeah, answer. That's cool. Favourite that. way to spend a Sunday afternoon? Uh, coffee sun beach perfect Sorry. ice latte if it's sunny yeah go for an ice,
1: ice. latte <laughs> favourite book favourite book um, uh, I finished reading one recently and said it was awesome but I can't know what it was
0: <laughs> <laughs> left a real impression yeah left oh, a man. mark
1: um, I'm currently reading Tools of Times by Tim Ferriss which is really yep. cool it's a self-help um, kind of self-help board. I don't like calling it self-help because it's a I bad that, but,
0: No, but it's got a self-improvement st- st- stigma behind it it's just like that shouldn't exist yeah if self-improvement's like life yeah if you want to improve all the time and be content with where you're at at, at any given time but, be, but have that hunger to improve then that's where you should be yeah yeah I I, KP said something about a self help book the other day, and I was just like, "All it is is improvement, which is a win." Um, Favorite resource for new information
1: at the moment: friends. Cool. So, yourself, Cam, Greg, um, always giving me new. Or ideas, or opening rabbit holes things. and opening yeah. doors for hey, try this, learn this, watch this. Exactly, new yeah. books, new topics, um, anything. Like yeah. I'm not in any, I'm not in any way um, wanting for more things to learn about. Like <laughs> it's too, too much, much already. Amount of books and podcasts and things that I want mm-hmm. to read yeah. and and listen to. Man, I'll be. The uh, Have you heard of the
0: app? I think it's Blinkist, which is Blinkist. like oh. it, it summarizes like yes. the key messages uh-huh. to a book which I think for the ones that you actually want to sit there and listen to by all means go nuts but yeah. I think I'm going to try and dive into that because the I, I would genuinely have a hundred books that people have suggested yeah. to me like I've had people send me you're one of them send me reading lists and yeah. oh, check this out and like I've got myself it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and I, even today yeah. I had a meeting this morning and someone suggested one book and I ended up buying five off Book Depository like without even thinking. So, <laughs> yeah. you got a problem.
1: Well, I, I genuinely have a problem but it's, uh, yeah. I think at the moment I've got about five books on the go.
0: That's crazy. I try and only have one book reading and one book listening on the go but yeah, no, it's hard. Um, all right. Finish yeah. off. Favorite yeah. quote of all time. This better be good because this
1: is the last thing I'll ask you. Okay. No pressure, mate. Um i bounce between quotes I think I've got a I've got a list of quotes that I always read through if I'm looking for inspiration or if I just need a bit of um, guidance or anything yeah I'll just go through my quotes some will resonate with me more on some days than others yeah that's cool that's important uh, but at the moment the one I love is by you'll love this by our um, name man Neil deGrasse good Tyson, uh, he says for me I'm driven by two main philosophies know more today about the world than I knew yesterday and listen the suffering of others you'd be surprised by how far that gets you and on that note thank you very much You're very welcome thanks very much for having me